Podcast. We're two modern mamas with the goal to inspire, empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, and joy, no matter your journey, gender, or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hi friends, Laura here with some exciting news. Four Sigmatic has come on as a Modern Mamas podcast sponsor. We are so excited. If you've been following along with my Instagram stories, especially, you've seen that I use this stuff every single morning. The Lion's Mane Elixir is my absolute favorite. I add it to my boosted coffee for an extra boost of brain clarity, productivity, and focus that I genuinely did not experience until I started adding this in every day. They also make other elixirs like Rishi for calming, Cordyceps for an energy boost, and Chaga for an immune boost. Along with those elixirs, they also have really cool blends. I love the Lion's Mane and Coffee blend when I travel because I don't have to worry about getting my hands and lips on high quality coffee. I have it ready to go. All you need is hot water, you mix in the blend and you're set. They have caffeine, caffeine free options as well, like a chai latte and a turmeric latte for gut health and skin glow and all, they have all kinds of incredible blends. I cannot recommend enough that you go check out their website, find whatever mushroom blend is, is going to fit with your lifestyle and give it a try. The awesome folks at Four Sigmatic have offered our listeners, you guys are special, you get 15% off any order. If you go to foursigmatic.com forward slash modern mamas or simply type in modern mamas, all lowercase, all one word at checkout, you get 15% off. Check it out, see what fits your life, and happy shrooming. Hello. Hey guys. <laughs> Don't mind my raspy, probably going to cough on you voice right now. <laughs> We're back from the dead, sort of. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, it's been a hot minute since you've heard both of our voices in one place. Like, it's really, I think at this point, we're going on a few weeks of episodes without you and I getting to chat. So we threw this one in midweek, randomly. Yeah. Happy bonus episode, friends. Happy bonus episode. I know. <laughs> and these were so fun because I feel like, not that there's ever pressure when we're recording, but like, I feel like these are just like... For straight up fun like yes. let's have a little connection time so I'm excited and then you also get some really cool um episodes these next two weeks plus this little bonus one in here uh with us talking hopefully sensi- sensibly because I don't know where I am or what I'm talking about right now <laughs> we're both like you know I keep 2019 has been a freaking wild ride already <laughs> like I keep expecting for things to like slow down a little bit or for me to be like okay like I got all the things I needed to do now let's focus on like the things I want to do but it just never (laughs) ever ever stops like I was sick pretty sick for like a week right before you got sick lost my voice like that was pretty miserable went through some like mental (laughs) struggles (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then right after that we were supposed to have our meetup so we're we're recording on the (laughs) tail end of what should have been our first meet up in Santa Cruz. I think you're supposed to be on a flight right now back to San Antonio. 
I was from visiting me in Santa Cruz, which, you know, we've kind of been chatting about how it was, there's many silver linings in the fact that that didn't happen when it, when it did, when it didn't happen. (laughs) But one of those is that it's been pouring here like nonstop. So was it raining on Saturday? Mm -hmm. Almost all day long. Wow. And I was still, it was you guys. So we were deciding like Thursday, basically I needed to tell you by like Thursday at noon. And Rusty had this thing, this gnarly Australian, basically death virus. <laughs> he had it first. And for him, it was like, he actually kicked it pretty quickly, which is shocking because he had just gotten back from travel. He was sleep deprived, all the things that would expect, make you expect that he would be sick longer, but he kicked it faster. It was a mind over matter thing. Um, and then, so with his rate of recovery, I was like, oh, I might be okay by Saturday. I might even be okay by Friday. <laughs> So Thursday, I was like waiting to tell you, and then I was like, uh, you and I both kind of were like, this should not happen. I was I still like feeling like I got hit by a, like I was still, every time I'd sleep, I'd wake up drenched. Like my body would be, my shirt would be stuck to my skin, wet from sweat. And uh, up until last night was the first night I, night I did not wake up in a pool of sweat. And I had a mm-hmm. fever for like four days straight. <laughs> and I, I could, I think... I think I might have had rhabdo because what? so the day that I came down with this thing, I did um, a workout at my mother-in-law's where I did some deadlifts and then like high repetition um, accessory work on my upper back and shoulders. And mm-hmm. typically that would not have put me into that kind of state. But I think because the onslaught of that sickness hit me right afterwards. So I had so many of the symptoms, like my urine was really dark. Um, one of the, one of the symptoms also is like, you can't fully like, ex, ex, um, extend your joints or your mm-hmm. muscles. And I couldn't, my upper back, usually I can like sit cross-legged and touch my forehead to the ground in front of me. Cause I'm very mobile. I couldn't even go a third of that distance down. My whole body hurt in a way that I can't even describe. <laughs> it was, and then Evie was nursing every 45 minutes because she was also sick and didn't want solids. And that was what was going to help her get better. And so my body just like it it really took a hit and I, I was not recovering. So thinking I might be better by the time you landed at 1030 on Friday. And then I didn't even start feeling like myself again until after 1030 AM on Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. You were probably so dehydrated. I mean, regardless Mm -hmm. if you had rhabdo or not, think about like Evie's like essentially like sucking all of the like hydration out of you, yeah. which is the way it's designed to be right. Like, right. yeah. And even if you were like pounding fluids, mm-hmm. um, which you might not have been depending on how you're feeling, but like you probably weren't able to like get it in fast enough. Yeah. Right? Which could have like, just made me extra, extra sore. Plus like my whole body ached and I had this, mm-hmm. it felt like on my whole left arm, like I had, um, constant funny bone bonk. So Mm. I had like shooting nerve pain down my entire right arm and like my whole forearm was like kind of like seizing. (laughs) It was so gnarly and headaches. like perfect for our Oh my God. I couldn't even turn on the light. Like my, uh, my head hurt so bad for the first two days. It was, it's like nothing I've ever, I told Rusty that those were, those were the hardest three days of motherhood for me yet. Mm -hmm. And, and now I'm out of it and I'm like, cool. It's like, you know, you kind of quickly forget how hard it was in the, in the midst of it, but I did a whole Instagram post that we can link to that just kind of like talked about this, like the shit and how hard it was, but then also the silver linings. And so you can read that if you want. I'm kind of done talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's talk about all the good things, even though like, I know we were talking via Voxer and it was like, we were still, we were like on that, like brink of like, should we, shouldn't we? And I just like got this feeling. I was like, you know what? 
like, we don't need to push through this. Like, we, I think this is the universe, like, telling us mm-hmm. to, like, chill the F out. Like, yeah, and we, we preach to, like, that here to, to you guys. Yeah. You're like, you know, give yourself grace, love yourself, take time, take care of yourself. And then to put the, it would have been, it would have been hypocritical, in my opinion, for us okay. to have continued on with the, with the current course or the planned course of action. So we did what's best for ourselves and our families. And I think that um, is very important. And I think you guys, actually, I know you guys appreciate that as well. So I actually got some really sweet comments from people saying, like, good, good job, basically, for taking care of yourself. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like I should hear that too. So <laughs> yeah. Like, why wouldn't you take care of yourself? I know. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard, especially when like, we were really looking forward to it. Like it was something mm-hmm. we were really excited about, but. And I think that probably know. made the sickness a little harder for, for yeah. me. It's, like, I felt like I was mourning a little bit all weekend, the, the loss of that, um, that opportunity to connect, but it's gotten us really excited to plan. Cause we have gotten, I will say we've gotten more requests for an East coast meetup than anywhere else. Um, so you guys, it is happening 110%. An East coast meetup is happening because now we have flight credit <laughs> for Jess to get out there and we will already be out there. So, um, when are you going to be out there by the way? We, so my brother's wedding is June 1st, so okay. we could do, and this is, I guess we can put this into the universe right now, um, manifesting the, the date when it's going to work the best for everyone. And hopefully for you and I as well, the wedding is June 1st. Um, so we could do pre-June 1st, like last weekend of May. Nope, not last weekend of May. Second to last weekend of May. Or we could do um, between like that. So then we have to actually be back in Santa Cruz. We're flying back to the West Coast because Rusty has his um, CrossFit Kids Trainer Seminar or Summit in Santa Cruz, June 17th or the 19th. So we could do it before the 17th or then after the 20th. Those are the options. Okay, cool. Like a like a little four-week period in that yeah or we could do after the wedding late june early july but then it's gonna start to get hot hot right well you know everything is relative for me who's <laughs> hot hot like yeah. degrees it's gonna, it's gonna be like 80 degrees i'm like that's yeah. fine <laughs> but we also will be living in our van and it, that we don't have uh constant. you don't have ac yet no we have a fan, so that's going to be interesting. So we we are actually planning on heading back from the East Coast, like basically right when Rusty gets back from, I think we're all going to go to the West Coast. Um, and then when we get back, we're planning on not staying that much longer on the East Coast. We're planning on heading back and we're going to spend a chunk of time in like um, Montana, Idaho, and then a lot of time in the Pacific Northwest because our hearts are really calling us there right now. So um, we'll probably spend a chunk of time in around the Portland area back like late summer, early, um, early fall. And then we'll be back in California for a bit. And then who the hell knows? <laughs> I've That's learned so more than anything else, especially from February, not to plan too hard and to plan only with the understanding that planning is just because there's a planner in me that I need to listen to, but that it's, it's all going to change like day to day. So, um, this, this past month taught us February was an effing oh my god like I don't don't know what the word is like February was like I'm here to like teach you shit (laughs) (laughs) sit back you're gonna learn some shit (laughs) oh you think you have a plan cool 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 cool. (laughs) let me just scramble that up yeah let's scramble it's funny um Tim is in Venice he went to Venice um for work last week which is part of the reason why I was like losing my mind because 
And I hate even saying this, like, because it sounds so trite. I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm always like, oh my gosh, single parents or parents who are like, you know, doing this alone, like 24 seven, it's like, it was hard. Like, it was really hard not to have, it's not even the fact that like having an extra pair of hands, but like just having like support, like emotional support, like daily. Um, anyways, long story short, Tim went to Venice. He fell in love with Venice. <laughs> which I don't I've never... We just spent time there. It was amazing. Yeah. Like I've never been, and he's back there again today for like a quick work trip, but he's like, I want to move to Venice. And I'm like, what? Like this whole, his whole life, he's always wanted to live like in the mountains, like cold, like Colorado. And that's kind of been our like plan. But now he's like, we have to move to Venice. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I don't care how much it costs. Like we got to figure out like how to make it happen. I'm like, okay. Like (laughs) it's this little bubble in LA that is just, it's different. It's quirky. I don't, I couldn't live there. It's just too, I can't live with downy people uh, on top of me. That's what I've learned about myself, but it is the food and the, it's just, it's cool. It's, I like to visit for like two to three days. Um, we went just before Rusty left for Australia and the, the, the food is just so, I mean, you know me, that's like, I'll move there for the food, but, <laughs> but to be in a city and the houses have so much charm and like everything is kind of like fenced off, but all the fences are really rad and unique and the people have just done such a good job of making it look so cool. And, and, the, and the diversity there of like, race and beliefs and gender and uh sexual orientation and religion and you'll have like it's just it's there's it's such a like truly a melting pot and it's so cool (laughs) that's what he was saying he was walking around in between like some work meetings and he was like he's a I don't know if y'all know this but Tim was like the quintessential skater kid like he was like Uh, the guy who was like going to like skateboarding competitions he grew up on the beach here in Texas which isn't that much of a beach, but like he was a surfer kid. He was like, yeah. you know, just that kid. And he like spent so much. He's like, oh my God. He's like, I could surf every day. He's like, I could go to the skate park. I'm like, baby, you're like 35. You really want to go to the park? He's like, yeah. You might I'm break like, yourself. Oh. Gosh, yeah. he and Rusty need to meet. I still can't believe they haven't. Will know, he come with you so to Austin, to do you think? Any chance you'd bring the Tim? family? Oh, for sure. Like, even if he could come up for like a day just yeah. while the kids are in school, like, that would be super fun Ooh, another fun thing I don't think I told you this we actually just decided it sorry my mind is like all over the place you and me both Uh, sister (laughs) Tim Tim is incredible and I don't give I don't think I say this enough maybe I do but like in my mind I'm always thinking like dude he's the best but we were talking the other day we're at the park we're watching the kids and I was just talking telling him about um my beauty counter business and I was like you know it's great. And, you know, I know for a lot of people right now, it's like really growing. And I was like, you know, I want to be a better support. I just like, we're growing so fast and I don't know how to like be a better mentor and like do this better. And he was like, I'll help you. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, let's, let's do like a, let's rent a hotel this weekend. We'll bring all of our work and we'll just work for like two days. We'll ask my mom to watch the kids and we'll like work on your business together. Cause he's, his background is like user experience and like design and like figuring out how to make things work like oh systems God, that's a dream and so I was like if it wasn't at the park I probably would have jumped his bones but I was like that's the sexiest thing you've ever said to me first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like yes so we're doing that this weekend we rented a hotel um oh my god just downtown so that we can and we got one with a little suite and we're just gonna like take a whiteboard and computers and like is it weird that I'm on the verge of tears <laughs> that's like I, 
the verge of tears like for two days because honestly this is a beauty counter tangent but like you know with, we're having a promotion right now and like a lot of people have been reaching out talking about like the, the consultant opportunity and it made me realize that a lot of like a lot of people don't have the support of their spouse um, when it comes to things like this, when it comes to chasing your dreams or building a business, even if it's not beauty counter, it's like, you know, I really want to do it, but my husband's not on board. And it just made me feel so freaking grateful for him because it's like, that has never been like something that I've encountered with Tim. And I'm sure it's the same with Rusty. It's like, usually Tim is like, Hey, you should, you should do this. It's like, he's the one that's pushing me to like, do it bigger or like do it better or try something that I'm scared of doing Mm -hmm. and so I don't know it just made me I want that for everybody but yeah I so freaking grateful and I'm looking forward to it so much like it's gonna be the best you've inspired me I'm I'm anytime we get a sitter I'm like let's have a whole day but then we end up spending money that we shouldn't be spending and like all that I would and I think we would both love a day where we don't there's no pressure to do stuff you just you just you just exist together and you you work and and you do stuff that you're passionate about okay I am really excited. I'm going to try and plan that for next weekend. It's not even that you have to like go get a hotel or something, mm-hmm. like rent a little Airstream or like get a room, an Airbnb that's just like, yeah. you know. You know, honestly, we haven't spent a night away from Evie yet. Um, mm-hmm. And I d- we're planning on hopefully getting one before we leave for the East Coast. But I think what I'm going to try and do is maybe this next Sunday, the 10th. Um, hi, Mom, if you're listening. <laughs> even just like a morning to evening kind of yeah. thing. You know, it doesn't have to be totally. overnight. Even just that would be so incredible. Um, just eight hours. Because I know, like, you and Rusty, mm-hmm. like, y'all's businesses are intertwined. Like, y'all are doing a lot of different things. And, like, we talk about this all the time. It's, like, so many plans, so many things that we want to do. But it's, like, we snag an hour here and there, mm-hmm. maybe 30 minutes to talk about it. But it's, like, you're like my brain is right now, like, all over the place. It's really mm-hmm. hard to focus in. And, like, what could you do with eight hours interrupted? Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Uninterrupted. Sorry. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Okay. I'm really excited. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> should always do that. No, yeah. should. But it would be really rad if everyone listening could. I know it's not a luxury that everybody can do, but even if it's four hours, even if it's a long lunch yeah. <laughs> where you could connect. That's probably what we're going to end up doing. I'm excited. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Sweet. Um, what else is going on in your world? Well, huh. <sighs> Uh, I leave for Colorado on, on Tuesday, a week from tomorrow. Um, you guys were recording this on Monday the 4th. I don't know what day it is. <laughs> Anyways, it's the Monday after we were supposed to have our meetup, 2nd, 3rd, 4th. And I get to go on uh, next Tuesday to Colorado to – so I have this woman who joined my team. Her name is Ashley, and I am just, like, in love with her. And it's one of those people that we just, like, met again through social media and she's become the most <laughs> incredible friend and um, her little guy is just a little bit younger than Evie. She started a blog called The Wildflowers, and she is um, what she's done is she's created this kind of concept called Breaking Bread, where she ha- she's an incredible baker, and um, she's actually like beat a lot of food demons and food dogma and like just just kind of disordered food relationships through baking sourdough, which I just think to be, is so incredible. And so what she's done is she's now sharing her starter with moms all over the country, and then they come together and they share their experiences and bake and baking and breaking bread. Anyways, she's amazing. So I decided on a whim when we were up in Washington, like I need, Colorado's not on our way out to the East Coast, basically. It's like, you know, kind of smack dab in the middle. 
but I wanted to go out there so badly. And then one you know, our, our good friend, Claire, girl's gone watch. She just had a baby and I just desperately wanted to go see her as well and meet, um, meet Judah. And so what we're doing or what I'm doing or Evie and I are, we're leaving Tuesday morning and we're going to go spend a couple days with Ashley. Um, and then we're going to spend a couple nights with Claire and her, and her family. And so I'm just so excited. We visited Claire, um, a little while back and it was our kids, uh, Miles and Evie just like fell in love with each other. And so I can't wait to go and spend some time with her and support her in this, in this postpartum period. And, um, I'm really looking forward to that. And then I get back, back for about a week and then Phoenix, we get to go to Phoenix for the beauty counter, uh, (laughs) lead, which is going to be incredible. And for the first time I'm going to a beauty counter event with someone from my team coming as well. And she also happens to be one of my best friends, Megan. And so she gets to come, um, and get to see you and all the incredible friends that we made and, and grew when we were in Florida. And it's just going to be the most incredible weekend. And I'm so excited. So March, I feel like it's just going to be a new leaf. Um, and then at the very end of March, Kelsey and I are launching our intuitively you program April 1st for the beta users. So there's just, I feel like finally I was feeling very stuck and stagnant. February was just a hard, you know, we, in all honesty, California is not a healthy place for me is what I realized. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some really incredible parts of California that like fill my cup. My family's here, the incredible friendships we have in Santa Cruz that are like irreplaceable. Um, but those things don't change whether or not we're here physically. You know what I mean? Um, coming back from the Pacific Northwest into California, I felt just an energy shift for me. Um, I put so much pressure on myself here and I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's the pace, maybe it's the increased cost of living. I had like a full breakdown, (laughs) um, earlier this month when we were on the road, like full meltdown. Like I wanted to throw in the towel. I didn't want to be on social media. I didn't want to do anything. I was, I was just like some stuff happened personally that it will stay personal, but, um, it just kind of like triggered this, this like sense of intense pressure that I put on myself. Um, Evie's banging on the door. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> Anyways, um, talk about pressure. And then, um, she's like, hello. Um, hold on. One. You talk okay. for a second. Okay. Hey, Rusty. Um, yeah. So pressure. <laughs> no, I, Laura and I had connected during this time. So I, I, like I said, I don't know the whole, so are you back? I'm here. Okay. okay. Pressure. <laughs> you guys were recording on the fly here. Like it is banging on the door. You just need a minute. Um, anyway, so super intense pressure, um, kind of just went, got into this like real gloomy spot and just had to process some stuff, but it's harder to process when we're, you know, we were staying with family and there's just like not a lot of space. Um, this trip in California, there was a lot of like, it was very, very social and not, I didn't have a lot of like alone time. And then on top of that, Rusty found out he was going to Australia. So he was gone for seven days in the middle of it. Um, and so I think I was kind of processing the fact that he was going to be leaving. And we were in the middle of like some important conversations about life and the future and where we're going and what we're doing. And it just like, I like felt crushed by the weight of everything, um, financial pressure, like all of it. And we've all been there and dealt with that stuff. And it's just been a hard month. And then it was just kind of like, I think everything just kind of built up, um, Gosh, where was I even going with that? I don't even remember where we started because I got so thrown off. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. This happens all the time. Oh, yeah, California. It's tough. Anyways, so Pacific Northwest, that's where I was going. We're going to spend more time there feeling called yes. there. California is just like what we're realizing is this is not the place where we want to be long term. And I think part of the van life is to decide where we end up wanting to settle, in quotes, um, and have our home base. And 
I guess one of the best lessons I took from February is that this is not the place because I, I, it's an energy thing here. I think it's kind of interesting because I got my period back when we, when we lived in Washington after seven years of not having it, living it in California. And so I think for me, it's a very energetic thing. And so, Hmm. um, yeah, I've just kind of, even though it was a hard month, I learned a lot about what I need, um, what we need as a family. And, um, that's just been, it's, it's been powerful in many ways. And it's like, you know, one of those things where you have to go through the really tough shit in order to see the good and to get hard questions answered and to start harder conversations and leaving February and coming into March, I'm just feeling like March is the lead up into this East coast trip where we get to leave and explore this country and see where else we might end up and, um, have a more quality family time and intersperse with social time. But like, we're really going to be intentional about having a lot more time, just us three. Um, and so I am not sure where I started or where I'm going with this conversation or this dialogue right now, but that is what I felt like sharing. So (laughs) (laughs) my brain, anyways, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at mentally. And I, and I'm coming out of this then like going from Rusty being sick or Rusty being gone. He came home, got sick. So I was like still kind of solo. And then, and then Evie and I got sick. And now finally, I feel like yesterday was the first time where I'm like coming out of this haze of February and really just excited to move forward into March. And, and, um, again, feeling passionate about like the work that I'm doing again and having oh, more You're direction. talking about intuitively you, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the start of it. I know. I think I was talking about like m- my work and that just kind of got me yes. thinking about like where the pressure that I've been putting on myself and how, oh, how having these things now finally coming to fruition yes, <laughs> that have been, I was, I was talking about how I was feeling stagnant and kind of stuck because nothing was, yes. everything was just like, it was this build up, build up, build up. And I was feeling this like like unceasing pressure on myself. And now finally I'm going to see things launch into the world and be what they are, but at least they're there. (laughs) So the work Mm -hmm. that I put in now, they're going to be launched into the world and we can kind of see, see what happens from there. So yeah, that launches April 1st. All that said, (laughs) April 1st, stay tuned. (laughs) Yeah. And so I get to see like, you know, we get the lead for beauty counter and then straight off that I'm intuitively you. And those are the two things that really I'm putting a lot of my heart and soul into right now is my beauty counter team building that, growing my own business and then also this intuitively intuitively you program. Um, so March just feels like a big, big, big breath of fresh air and I'm really yeah. excited. <laughs> so it's already been amazing. Like the first couple of days, but, but it's like, yeah, I'm right there with you. Friend. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I yeah. don't have tell me more. What's, what's program. going on with you? No, I mean, it's, it's, I have less exciting stuff going on, but the same like biggest focus is beauty counter, um, the team and supporting them. Like that has been already in 2019. I feel like, and I know people are like, okay, beauty counter, but like, it's, it's a huge part of our lives because of the people, like, it's really like you were saying, like you've connected with your friend Ashley and it's the same with like the people on my team. It's like, um, just, didn't expect it. And so 2018 was like a lot of like building my business and 2019. It's like my mindset is all about like my team, right? Like, let's see, what can I pour into them? How can I help them get to where they want to go? And so it's just been a really good for me as a person who's always kind of like, I wouldn't say it's not selfish, but it's always like, what do I need to do? Like, how can I be better? How can I like do this for myself? How can I build a business? But now it's like to look outside of myself a little bit more and focus on helping others achieve what they want to achieve has been really, really good for me. Beauty counter aside, like whether you're into it or not, it's like working with women is freaking fantastic. And I never thought I'd say that as someone who's like kind of like 
thought that, you know, like you and I both like probably had more dude friends than like lady friends growing up. It's like very like try to keep things low key, drama free. And it's like you always have this thing in your mind that like women friendships are going to be hard, but they're not like they're not. They're so freaking amazing. And I just um, I'm getting a lot in a selfish way. <laughs> from my relationships through this. So anyways, that's why I'm looking forward to leave for all the same reasons. You kind of like, I don't even think I need to recap what you said, but like. Are you sure? Because it was anything. really confusing. Do what? <laughs> I said, are you sure you don't need to recap it? Because it was really confusing. <laughs> no, I mean, like you, you nailed at least all the beauty counter stuff. Good. I'm like nodding my head along. So can't wait um, to listen back to this one. <laughs> I know. But yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think part of that is because for me, showing up in high school, I like I don't think I was my authentic self. And then right. now, like I feel like you and I both are kind of coming to this place where we are really proud of who we are as people and we're we're falling in love with ourselves. And so that allows us to create relationships that are super authentic because we show up as we are. And right. the people the people who are drawn to that are also showing up as they are. And the it's like a it really builds this like deep true friendship. And right. so if someone reaches out and I, a friendship grows because through beauty counter, um well, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty like cool. open to the the universe, whatever the universe is going to send my way, whoever mm-hmm. is going to like, I'm just gonna, like you said, be open to that because you never know, like your next best friend. Right. Absolutely. It's like waiting on the other side. So yeah. As cheesy as that sounds, it's totally true. Um, yeah. Oh, I posted a picture yesterday of my stomach, which it's not the first time I posted a picture of my, my belly, but, um, I did you read my you did you you read the caption right yeah it was it was magic yeah. um I want to talk about that because like photo aside like I I the first time I posted a picture of my belly was really 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 hard I mean, I've already talked about that on the podcast too but this time I was like okay like I have some different thoughts about this like I want to share um but when I was doing it if you didn't see the post when I was editing the photo um Bear was like playing around me. He was just like, he loves Legos now. So he was just playing Legos and he came up and he was like kind of looking at the screen over my shoulder. And like I said in the caption, I was like waiting. I kind of just was looking at him and I was waiting. And then I was going to see what he said because he's like, he's very honest and not in a, a hurtful way. He'll just be like, that looks weird. Or like he's, he's a kid who's like asking questions about someone who has a disability in public and not in an ugly way, just like, why doesn't that person, or why is that person walking Which different? I, I or would totally love that. I wish adults could be a little bit more like that. It would take away yeah. some of the awkwardness in a way. <laughs> right. And like, I recognize that it's, it's just purely because he's curious and he hasn't been exposed to it. So like, for me, it's kind of like, anyways, he was looking over my shoulder and I was like, I hope, I almost hoped that he said something so that I could use it as a teaching moment to talk about like, women's bodies and like why this is beautiful and I was like ready I was also kind of scared but I was ready to like have this conversation and like teach him like yeah. the right thing to do or the right thing to say or whatever and he's just like you know was watching it and then I said well he didn't say anything so I was like what do you what do you think about like my stomach and he just like looked at me and he's like I think it looks great and then he like flipped this plane <laughs> off and I was like okay sweet like I guess we're not having this conversation because he already knows Everything that I was, uh, everything that I was going to try and teach him, like he just taught me essentially. Like, oh, that's so really it was like incredibly powerful, and I don't know, I don't know why I'm talking about it, but I posted it, and the feedback on it has been amazing. And every time I do that, and I I'm nervous about it because I think 
people just think I'm going to be posting this picture to get attention or people think I'm worried about what people think, which mm-hmm. is crazy. But like the feedback from it and the fact that like now I'll keep posting pictures of my weird stomach. That's other people's words, not me. I was just going to say, and hopefully next time you don't call me. Yes. <laughs> it's other beautiful. Words, not me. Yeah. I don't, at this point, like it's an old friend. Like I don't yeah. think of it like it's weird. It's just like, this is how my stomach is now. But like, I, I guess I'm projecting that voice into my head that other people think that that's what it looks like because mm-hmm. it doesn't look quote unquote, like normal, but it, but it, I don't, I don't know how to say it without sounding yeah. like, like society, but, um, it doesn't anyways, look like society's expectation of normal. Right. But exactly. the reality is like, that is far more normal than totally. society's expectation, you know? <laughs> So putting it out there, it's like just the women coming out of the woodworks being like, thank you for posting that because my stomach looks like that and yeah. I've been hating myself and I've been like starving myself and I've been working out and nothing's changing. And I'm just like, I cried the other day Ugh. and I'm just like, oh, breaks my heart. So it's much. like, it's so heartbreaking. And it's like, why do I even spend an ounce of my day thinking about this? Mm-hmm. Like, why do I waste that time? Because I'm not like perfect. There are days when I'm just like, whoa, like Absolutely. I wish I had a different body and you know, those are the hard days, but on most of the days it's like, no, this is, this is amazing. This is like a beautiful thing. Like anyways, being I, able to I share that. that. I got goosebumps when I read it. Yeah. I read it on the mama mentality Instagram. And then I went over to mine and read it again, <laughs> both times gave me goosebumps. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's crazy because we all have a different postpartum experience, right? Mm. Like some people, and I, I have to like, um, you know, watch myself and the people that I follow, not because they're not wonderful, awesome people sharing their experience, but like, it's me. It's like, I'll see someone who is like, you know, six weeks postpartum and they're like in their bikini and they're like, they never had a baby. And it's, it's not a judgment on them at all. Because like I said, that's their experience in their body and everyone's different, but it's more like, man, like I, I start telling giving myself the like shoulds, like, Mm you should look like that. Like you don't have an excuse, like blah, 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 blah. And it's just so not cool. <laughs> like if, if you, if I, if you were telling me that this is what you were telling yourself about your body, Laura, I would mm-hmm. be like, shut the hell up in a loving way. <laughs> of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like, why are you doing that? Like you're beautiful. You're perfect. Like mm-hmm. your body did something wonderful. And it's like, why don't we extend the same grace to ourselves that we would to our best friends? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Even strangers. It's not even more strangers grace to ourselves. Tell. Yeah. Do what? Even, even more grace to ourselves. Yeah. Because we are closer to ourselves. Like, that relationship is most important, you know? And for whatever reason, we're hardest on ourselves sometimes. Because we know all the things to say to ourselves. Like, we're we are essentially, like, the perfect worst enemy. Because mm-hmm. we know all the things to say to make ourselves be hurt feel mm-hmm. hurt like because we are because I mean we are ourselves <laughs> mm-hmm. and sometimes we have to feel but, hurt like sometimes that's yeah. the interesting thing right like there's a power in feeling that stuff and like actually admitting it to yourselves and, and to yourself and like saying it whether inside or out um and then it's kind of like a matter of it's okay to feel that or think that but then what do you do with that information and so I think oh. it's really powerful that you're processing it through this outlet where you're not only processing it for yourself and kind of like working through. And you even said like the difference in how you felt posting the first stomach photo versus this one, there was already a marked difference. And part of that Mm -hmm. is probably because you did it. Like not only is this post going to help other women 
maybe fall back in love with, or not even, it's not even a loving your body necessarily, but it's like, just like, I don't know, shifting the perspective a little bit. So you're processing yourself and you're also helping other women by doing it. And that's, that's really powerful that that's kind of your way to like, just like you think the things. So then it's like a matter of how do you, what do you do with that thought? Do you sit with it and then hurt your body mentally, physically, emotionally with, with like food restriction or over-exercising or just negative thought or whatever? Or do you think it and then allow it to kind of pass through and then process it in some capacity, whether it's saying it aloud to yourself or your husband or you're putting on social media or whatever it is. Like it's important to let that stuff, not to push it out, push it out, push it out, think it, and then like act accordingly based on what might be the most productive form of dealing with that emotion. It's okay to feel those things. Oh, totally. And And I know that I'm just agreeing with you basically. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I, I 100% like, it's not like I'm like, why are you even saying this? It's more like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. It's like, it's what is kind of like, to me, mindfulness. It's like thinking the thought because it comes into your head and like, it's, it's happening. Mm-hmm. And then like seeing it and being like, okay, why am I feeling this way right now? And, you know, for me usually, and this is like so stereotypical, but like around that time of the month, around my period, mm-hmm. I get so self-critical um and it's like a very natural cycle because usually I'll say something I'll say something to Tim and he'll be like you're about to start your period I'm like yes but that's not why (laughs) like you say that every month and I'm like okay leave me alone you don't know me (laughs) you don't know me (laughs) no he does know me but like yeah it's saying it's it's seeing it recognizing it looking at it from more like an interested perspective allowing myself to feel it and then moving to the uh, moving beyond it like Mm -hmm. always moving beyond it because like that if I've learned anything from like my eating disorder riddled I mean real real body image issues Mm -hmm. of my youth it's like to feel it move past it and not sit in it because like that's when when I was sitting in those feelings mm-hmm. and thinking them over and over and over and over again and never like getting out of that cycle, um, it was like the most destructive time in my life, uh, I think. Yes. You know what I, remember, I mean? I remember it very, 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 it's very real. Yeah. And it's like, you don't even, at that point, I know, you know, in terms of like disordered eating and stuff, like you don't even sometimes want to get out of it. You're like, this is my, this is. It's a thing you can control. control. Yeah. yeah. Like this is why would I want to stop this? Like I have control. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm you good. Know? But yes. like, you're not good. <laughs> Absolutely not. For me, it was exercise. I was, I was very structured with my eating, mm. but man, I would work out for like two plus hours a day. Easy. I'm sure you probably were similar just like, and then I would do that in the morning, two to three hours. And then again, it had to do one more like little cardio something in the afternoon. It was like, and I had to eat at the same time, the same things every day, you know? With the outside eye, it was like, well, she's eating like a significant amount of calories, probably all carbohydrate, no protein, very little fat, um, or very little protein and fat. But it's just, it's crazy to think back to, and like my quality of life, there was so much less joy in my life. Is it age? Is it something that like, I don't know. I try and think about what shifted and Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of things, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because even the joyful events and experiences weren't quite as joyful because it was always yeah. there, like right back yeah. here in the back of the mind. Like, I, you know, it's just, it, it's crazy. It's like this ghost that just haunts. <laughs> like letting go of that. Yeah, is we like, got kind of 
We could know. dive deep here. What happened? <laughs> well, it's just, you know, I feel like February just did this to us. <laughs> we need to process some stuff. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Holding the space for us, guys. People are going to be like, oh, this is like the most emo episode ever. <laughs> well, why don't we then, if, do you want to, do you have anything else you want to share with that? Or we should no, end. No, I think it's We should wrap on a, I know. I'm like feeling a little heavy. <laughs> but also feeling lighter because it felt good just to like say the things. And if you guys haven't seen that post, we'll link to that one in the show notes as well. Because it was, it's very, very powerful. Um, and an important one for, I think, woman, man, everyone to just to see, you know, because it's, it's something that I think that thought process is so common. And then also I think what I, one of the things I loved most about it too, is that it gave some insight into the mind of a, of a child. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh yeah. And we didn't even touch on that. That's like, that's the point. Like that's the whole, like the end is like, he thinks my body is pretty freaking great. Like he just, I mean, that's just his natural inclination. I hope that we maintain that. Yeah. And I think he doesn't even think about your body. He doesn't. And that's the thing. It's like, we don't always have to think about bodies all the time. It's like this, we're like, just sometimes just letting go. And like a child doesn't, they don't see your body. They see your soul. And somewhere along the line as, uh, as we go grow into adulthood, especially women, but also men, we lose that. We lose that, um, the first thing we think about is bodies always versus like, well, what's going on with your, how's your spirit today? <laughs> you know, yes. I know. And that sounds kind of woo, woo, but like, it's just like, I want to preserve that in my kids for as long as possible, mm-hmm. as long as humanly possible, because I know at some point, like they're going to be influenced more by the outside world than they are by us, mm-hmm. by Tim and I. And I just, yeah, we just really <laughs> try so not fun. to, not to talk about bodies. Yeah. And And I, that is one thing I know, like, even if it's going through my head, I really, really make a conscious effort never to let the kids like hear me think, like hear me talking about it, looking Mm -hmm. at it, like anything like that. Um, just because I don't want them to have to go through what, what I've been through. So, Mm -hmm. and it's, and the cool thing is like, for me, when I think about bear as a, a man who's never going to experience childbirth, but he's going to, you know, maybe he'll have a wife one day. I don't know. He'll experience it potentially. Um, yeah. As a, as a yeah. participant. Yes. A participant. And he's going to see, like, he'll hopefully see like, you know, if his wife or partner has like the same body as I do, he won't look at it like, Oh my God, like this is mm-hmm. whatever. He'll be like, Hey, that's a normal postpartum body. My mom had that body. I remember seeing that. Like, yeah, this is normal. And so that just made my heart ha- happy. And so on a good note, so Raising awesome. good humans is, is a rad thing. <laughs> it's the best thing. It's a, it's the thing that keeps us going. I think on days that are and months that are really hard. And I will say having February, having been so, so tough on us, Evie was a freaking gem. Like, of course she had moments and whatnot, but it was way harder on Rusty and I than it was on her. And I think part of that was maybe us helping preserve that for her a little bit, not hiding things from her, but also like making sure we held space for her to feel and also not always it's important for her to know that we feel things, but also like trying to save specific certain conversations, not in front of her. And I keep, it keeps coming up again and again where people are like, she doesn't understand yet. I have heard that. I can't tell you like at least 10 times this month, maybe because we're bumping around a lot and staying with a lot of different people and interacting with a lot of different people. But I keep hearing this. Like she doesn't, she doesn't get it yet. She doesn't understand yet. I'm like, that is horseshit. She gets everything. She picks up on her energy. We had some kind of gnarly stuff happen. We were talking about it while she was like going down for a nap in the van and she wouldn't sleep and she was fussing and we we're like, what are we doing? So we talked to her and told her, oh, sorry that we're talking about that right now. It's not, it's not the proper time. And then we waited till we weren't around her. And so 
she had a much better month than we did. <laughs> that's for sure. And she's really, honestly, she's in, she, it's from what we can tell our read is that she's really enjoying being on the move. Um, but we have to be, I think part of the reason why it's more exhausting for us is because we have to be very intentional about that. But we're just looking forward to it. March is like a reset. And then April is like, we're off and I'm just so excited. So, um, what are you, uh, let's wrap with this. What are you most excited about? Um, kind of already talked about lead. So what's something maybe we haven't touched on? Uh, one more thing that you're really excited about in March. Oh. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it would, we've already touched, talked about it, but this weekend with Tim, um, holding up and like figuring out how to be a better mentor for, with my beauty counter team. Like, I think that's really, really, really exciting for me. Cologne time with him. And then also like business crushing is like my ideal date. <laughs> <laughs> business crushing. Yeah. Oh, how the tape, the, the tides have turned. <laughs> I'm like looking at my calendar right now. I'm like, what am I most excited about? Um, I am really looking forward to, honestly, um, tomorrow I get to go have lunch with my friend Taz. <laughs> and that's one thing Yay! I'm just like, I feel like, she, you know, she had a baby in December and it's kind of just been this, or November, and it's kind of just been this, like, it's always been a little bit crazy. And we ha haven't had a chance, just the two of us, to hang out in so long. Um, and we usually do a birthday, um, trip for in May, but we're going to be gone on the East coast. And so this is kind of our last chance, just the two of us to hang out. So we're just going to go have like an, uh, I think we have an hour and a half together, if that an hour and 15. So, but we're taking it. And so we're going to have, you're going to maximize it. I'm sure yeah, we're going to have lunch. I'm really like, that's just something small, but like what I'm realizing is like with all this, so it's been very social and that what I'm looking forward to is just like periods of not being social and just like quietude. And then really meaningful, like, deep. opportunities to connect. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Going deep a little bit versus, like, wide yes. with your connection. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's a big lesson <laughs> that I took from February, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, this was fun. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, I hope you enjoyed a little bonus episode. We figured you might want to hear from us. Let us know if we're wrong. But, <laughs> but here we like, are. Oh, my God. This bonus episode was too emotional for me. Yes. So this is, it was a roller coaster, just like February. <laughs> and with that, we will uh, we'll be connecting again. So we'll have a couple of good episodes regarding Baby Making Beyond coming up right after this. And then you'll hear from us again soon. So we love you. Thanks for listening. If you guys could rate subscribe, review. It means so much to us. Um, and we'll be back to our regular scheduled programming shortly here. So, and stay tuned. Actually, we can just say it for sure. Without a doubt, Saturday of Paleo FX, we are having a meeting. Yes. So that is April 20. Give me, give me, give me a second. April 27th. April Mark 27th. your calendar. Yes. It's going to be relatively informal. We are thinking right now like the big lawn area outside the paleo fx or nope the picnic um <laughs> <laughs> the picnic like cab trailer a little trailer like, yeah you do not need to go to paleo fx we will be there um at the in the vendor village for the weekend kind of popping in and out meeting people so if you're going to be at paleo fx send us an email we would or a direct message on our instagram we would love to connect with you there and then also we'll be doing that meetup at picnic um, the trailer out on the lawn most likely, but we will continue to update. And on that note, if you didn't have, do not already follow us on Instagram, we now have officially have a modern mama's podcast Instagram. So it's just modern mama's podcast. Find us there. Let's continue the conversation. And, um, we are so grateful for you guys. Do you have any other yes. thoughts, friend? Nope. I'm Honestly, excited. you'll hear back from us quicker on Instagram than you will through email. I'll just say that right yes. now. So if you send us a yes. DM to our specifically 
if it's podcast related, send it to Modern Mama's podcast. We want to grow that and start that conversation. Yeah. So shoot us DMs there. If you have questions for the podcast, comment on those posts, help spread the word. If you want to share that with anyone, we'd be super grateful as well. So, and we'll do calls for questions there. We'll post episode um, quotes and all that fun stuff there. So stay tuned. Yes, I am. All, all right, right, friends. Ciao. Have friends. a great freaking March. Yeah. It'll be fantastic. Happy March, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> See you in Austin. All right. All right bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time.